Hello and welcome to the List for Podcast. I'm your host, once again, Tyrone. And this episode, well, this episode was supposed to be the top movies of 2019. But then when I went back and I looked at the list of all the movies in 2019, I'm like, yo, I didn't see a lot of these movies. And it's not because I don't watch a lot of movies. I watch a lot of movies during the year. But the problem is that it's like all the mainstream movies. Then it's the Sundance Film Festival movies. There's the Made for Netflix movies. There's the Made Straight for DVD movies. There's the special movies that's made for this channel, that channel. It's too much shit going on. And there's too many movies going on. It's like a thousands of movies. I'm like looking at the list and I'm like, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. I didn't see this. So it's like, I did not see a lot of movies that were made in 2019. So instead of doing the top movies of 2019, the same way I did the top entertainment stories of 2019, there was plenty more entertainment stories than I said on my podcast episode because I'm only going to do the entertainment stories that I cared about. So now I'm not going to just do the movies that I care about. I'm going to do the movies that I saw. I'm going to go through. And I'm going to just tell you about the movies that I personally saw. And if the movie was mentioned on my previous podcast episodes or any of them, then I'll just I'll reference that. And you can go back to the previous episodes and you can hear about those movies. And if they wasn't, then I'll give you a little bit of slight detail on how I feel about them and how good they were. So here we go. Um, the first movie is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And now listen, these movies ain't in no particular order. At the end of the podcast, I might tell you which one I think was the greatest movie of 2019, which one I picked as the best. But until then, I'm just putting them in the order of basically however they come up on this list. If I've seen them, I'm going to mention them. That's how it's going to go. So when I look at the list of the movies of 2019, if I've seen it, I'm going to mention it. I'm going to bring it up. And like I said, if it was mentioned in the previous podcast, you might not hear nothing about it. I'll reference that. And if it wasn't, I'll tell you a little bit of detail. I won't, and, you know, I'll tell you how I feel about the movie. So Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I'm a Quentin Tarantino fan. It's a good movie. I liked it. And like I said, I'm going to reference it. I got a whole Quentin Tarantino podcast episode. Go to that episode and you'll hear how I feel about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You'll hear all the details about it. But um, trust me, that was a good movie of 2019. Okay? Uncut Gems. I saw Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler. And now, I, I just want to say this. A lot of people was up and down and on the fence about Adam Sandler. I'm not. I'm not on the fence about him at all. I love Adam Sandler. And... People are like, oh, Adam Sandler's so corny, these movies are so goofy and all this and all that. And it's like, yeah, that's what you go see an Adam Sandler film for. You go see an Adam Sandler film for because it's goofy, because it's corny, because it's campy, because it's dumb, because you just want to laugh at some stupid shit. And this guy's stupid. His facial expressions, the way he talks, everything about Adam Sandler is dumb as shit. Okay? But that's what I love about him. He's true to himself. You go to his movies, they're dumb. Yeah, they're stupid. Yeah, a lot of it's stupid. But it's fun to watch. I like him. And I like Adam Sandler. And I'm saying, if you go to go see an Adam Sandler movie, you gotta know that it's gonna be stupid. You gotta know it's gonna be dumb. You gotta know there's gonna be some dumbass jokes. You gotta know that Rob Snyder might be in it. You gotta know that it's gonna be, you know... You don't go to an Adam Sandler movie expecting to see The Godfather, you know what I mean? So all the critics of Adam Sandler, I'd be like, fuck y'all, because if y'all don't like him, don't go see his movies. Y'all know what the shit is about. And then sometimes he pulls off movies where you'd be like, damn, I didn't even know Adam had that in him. And Uncut Gems was one of those movies. I didn't know Adam Sandler had that in him. It's not a comedy, okay? It's funny. Some of it's funny because the way he acts and the way he talks and his demeanor and what he does, it's still funny. It makes you laugh a little bit. But it's not a comedy. It's actually a real dramatic and sad movie. And Adam Sandler is great in this film. I mean, like, if, if Adam Sandler was one of those guys that you would even consider Oscar worthy, or if, if you know, people thought of an Adam Sandler film as a film that might could win an Oscar, Adam Sandler would be in on it for this. 
I mean, in on it for this. And Kevin Garnett's in it. And Kevin Garnett is funny in this movie and, and cool. And it's kind of decent the way they incorporated him. I thought he was just going to be like a guest star. But he's like one of the main characters of the film. And that was kind of cool. And and the sports references was kind of cool. And then um The Weeknd was in it. And The Weeknd had a little small part. But even his little role in it was kind of cool. I really enjoyed that movie. But um, don't go in there expecting to laugh too much because it's not funny. It's just funny. His demeanors and stuff will make you giggle a little bit. But the movie's really not funny. The premise of the film is that, you know, Adam Sanders is just a degenerate gambler. And he runs a, a jewelry business. But he's a degenerate gambler. And it just... And, and he just spirals out of control. And his life spirals out of control. And it's a lot of bad shit that goes on in this movie. But Uncut Gems, if it wasn't an Adam Sandler film, like if Uncut Gems starred like Will Smith or Denzel Washington, it would be an Oscar nominee, I think. But because it's an Adam Sandler film and because it's not it's not big time, you know what I'm saying? It don't, it don't get no Oscar buzz. But I'm telling you right now, if you want to see a good movie and you like Adam Sandler, see Uncut Gems. That thing was crazy. I really enjoyed it. And and this is the part of Adam Sandler that tells you, like, this man is a good actor for real. You know? And this man ain't always stupid. You know? A lot of his shit is good shit. And, um, and that's where I'm going with that. I'm just saying, go see Uncut Gems. It's a really good movie. I appreciated it. I liked it. And I had fun watching it. Okay, the next movie. Oh, my God. Joker. <laughs> I was real skeptical about Joker. I I was on the fence about it. I was like, do I want to see it? Do I not want to see it? And then I was like, you know, I did that DC Universe podcast um, episode, and I didn't really reference Joker because I hadn't seen it at that time. And I was like wondering, like, if the DC Universe was going to keep their Joker or how they was going to work this in, or was this Joker going to be a part of that universe? It was just weird that they were going to have a Joker movie set aside from the DC universe, but like I told y'all, that DC universe is going down. Like I told y'all, um, we don't know where they're going to go with that DC universe. I mean, Wonder Woman is still coming out, but yeah, that whole thing has to be rearranged. So maybe, just maybe, this Joker might end up being the Joker in the new DC universe when it gets rearranged. So then I started thinking, maybe this Joker is not going to be part of the DC comics for real. Maybe it's just going to be a story about the Joker and and it's just going to be that. But then I saw it and they actually did incorporate, you know, the whole Batman, Gotham City, all of that is incorporated in this film. And this film was very, 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 very good. Like, good. It was, it was, it was done very well. The writing was good. Oh man, the acting was so good. Like, this movie really is like the Joker. And it's crazy because it's, he's the Joker for real. I think this might be the best Joker ever. And it's weird because he didn't he's not he didn't start out as a bad guy, you know. He started out as a guy that was just trying to survive, had a condition, and um tried to deal with his condition and tried to live his life. And um it just didn't work out for him. And the only connection that he had to being a Joker was that the motherfucker was trying to live as a clown. He was trying to earn a living as a legit clown, you know? And he also wanted to be a stand-up comic, and he wasn't good at the jokes, and he just and he had a condition and all this and all that. And then, and then it's a real good twist on it. It's a real good twist in this movie that I really, really, really wasn't expecting. 
You know what I'm saying? I expected him to go through some things. I expect him to get beat up. Oh, oh, yeah, he got beat up. He got ridiculed. Okay, he decided to start killing people. But, man, it ain't like that at all. It's a real good twist in this movie that is so disturbing and so crazy. And the way they incorporated the um the whole Batman shit into the movie was really good. Um, I'm telling you right now, even if you're not a fan of the comics, even if you're not a fan of the DC Universe, even if you don't care, Joker is a good movie to see. It's not a good movie for the kids. You don't take the kids. No kids. But you and the old lady want to sit down, and y'all thinking about a good movie to watch, and she kind of cool with certain shit, yeah, y'all can watch The Joker. Because, I mean, The Joker should win some Oscars. I mean, Phoenix should win Oscars for this movie. Seriously, he should. And he's the only guy. In it. I mean, Robert De Niro's in it, but Robert De Niro don't even, like, um, like carry the movie. He's just in it. He's just a character in it and he's good in it. Robert De Niro is good as his character, but Robert De Niro doesn't carry the movie and there's nobody else in this movie that carries the movie. Zazie Beats, or I don't know how you say her name. Zazie, Zazie, whatever. She's in it too. She's like a side troll. Like you don't even, like really, you don't even notice the other people in this movie. Because Phoenix just, every scene, he's just on point. He just takes it over and he's crazy. And this movie is really probably one of my favorite movies like i ever seen like this movie is high up on my list on movies that i'm going to be liking for a long period of time okay avengers endgame y'all know i did a marvel cinematic universe podcast y'all know how i feel about avengers y'all know how i feel about endgame go back to that podcast marvel cinematic universe episode and listen to it but avengers endgame is if that works you know, and I heard people criticize and I'm like, wow, people actually criticize this movie. I didn't understand the criticism of it. Some people said it was long. Some people said it was run out. I don't care what they say. Avengers Endgame was a good movie. And the people that didn't like what they did with the Hulk, I kind of like what they did with the Hulk. Um, they still made them significant and they're trying things. And we don't know where the Avengers, like I said, in my, um, in my, uh, Avengers uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. We don't know where they're actually going with this, but Avengers Endgame, like I said, go back to my Marvel Cinematic Universe episode and you can hear all what I got to say about that, but good movie um, to watch. Dolomite is my name. Dolomite is my name was an Eddie Murphy film about, um, you know, it was an Eddie Murphy movie. It was going, it was, it went straight to, uh, to hot, um, what is it? Oh, it went straight to Netflix. And um, he played Rudy Ray Moore, who was like a comedy guy who, um, you know, decided to uh, come up with a kung fu fighting alter ego named Dolomite. And um, it's like a black exploitation. Like he became a black exploitation phenomenon. Dolomite became a big kind of name. And that movie was um, eh, wasn't great. You know what I mean? I, I, I got into it thinking that I was going to love it. I got into it thinking it was going to be great. I was all excited about it. And then it kind of like, it was okay. But it wasn't as good as I thought it was. I thought I was going to be laughing. I thought this was going to be Eddie Murphy's comeback movie. And it was more or less like, I can see why I went straight to Netflix. I can see why um people aren't going to really get into it. I do, I do, however, feel like um, it's going to be one of those sleeper hits. Like, it's going to be, um, like, the word of mouth is going to get around. And after a while, a lot more people are going to see it. And I do feel like it's going to make a little bit of a buzz. Like, people are going to be talking about it. It might it might help boost Eddie Murphy back. But at the time, right now, I don't think enough people really got into it. 
And I didn't really get into it. I mean, it was a lot of unnecessary cussing. I know Dolomite said a lot of things, and I know it's supposed to be a lot of cussing, and I know it's Eddie Murphy and all this and all that. I know all that stuff that comes with it. But I just found it like, I don't know, a lot of the cussing was unnecessary, and I feel like they tried to push a little bit too hard. I think they tried too hard in that movie, and so I'm not a fan of it. I ain't going to lie, I'm not a fan of Dolomite is my name. I mean, I enjoyed it. I mean, I laughed a couple of times, and I mean, it is what it is, I guess. I guess I got to take it for face value of what it was supposed to be and what it was worth, and I, you know, I don't know. I'm not a real fan of Dolomite. I don't really know about Dolomite. That was a little bit before my time, so maybe if I did some more research or if I listened to some more Dolomite from back in the day, I'd appreciate it a little more, but right now, I just don't think that it was, you know, what it was supposed to be. Okay, now, Terminator Dark Fate. Okay, so I did a Terminator franchise um, episode, and I mentioned Dark Fate in that Terminator franchise episode, but Dark Fate hadn't come out yet. So I mentioned Dark Fate. I talked about like the premise of it a little bit, but it didn't come out yet. And then actually after seeing Dark Fate, Dark Fate was a very, very good movie. I mean, it was a very good Terminator film. And like I said, I didn't understand in that episode, in my Terminator episode, I said I didn't understand how they were going to like eliminate the other the other set of movies. Like after Terminator 2, Judgment Day, Dark Fate was supposed to start after that. And I'm like, how? When they had all these other Terminator films, and I'm like, they had to find a smart way to try to eliminate them, and they did. They found a way to eliminate those other Terminator films. And the only way you're going to know is if you see Dark Fate. And I'm not going... It ain't like I care about playing spoiler because you know me. I don't care about playing spoiler because I'm the type of person that says if you ain't seen the movie by now, fuck you. You know what I mean? You should have watched it. If you was really interested and if you didn't want to know what happened beforehand, you should have already watched that movie. And Dark Fate been out long enough for people to already watch it. But this is something so serious that I'm not going to say it on this podcast. But the way that they managed to skip those other movies and start back over from after Terminator 2 is a decent way. And I like Dark Fate. The action, well, you know, it's a Terminator movie, so the action was really good. Um, Arnold was good in it, funny. You know, he was still, he did his little funny little Arnold comedy shit. He was good in it. He was funny. The conversation was good in it. The female actors were so good. Um, the new Terminator was vicious, yo. And he had this way he can take it, you know, take his body and make the exoskeleton fight. Yo, that shit was decent. And then the um the fight scenes were good, they were well choreographed, they were very good fight scenes. It was action throughout the whole film. And Linda Hamilton still got it. I mean, like I said before in my Terminator um, episode, she ain't that cute. But she looks rough and she got to be rough. And in this movie, she has to be rough and she still got it. And she don't give a fuck, yo. She was basically telling that Terminator, I don't care how much you want to help me. I don't care what's going on with you. You, I'm going to kill you. I hate you. And even though he was still out there to try to help her, she hated him. And she still hated him. And she hated him the whole movie. And, um... I'm telling you right now that, you know, if you like action, you like Terminator, you like the franchise, you like Arnold, or even if you just one of them people that, if you're sitting home on Saturday night, nothing to do, Terminator, um, Dark Fate, that's a movie to watch, because it was a very good film, I really enjoyed it, the act, like I said, everything was good about it, Linda Hamilton was good, the acting was good, it was a good movie, and like I said, the way they continued the Terminator franchise, the way they did it, the way they skipped the other movies, and the way they brought it out, and the way it was like, it's a woman? And we ain't all about John Connor no more. Like, we ain't even all about John Connor no more. And that's the crazy part about it. So I thought that movie was pretty good. I liked it. And that's that. Hufflers. So I got an episode, podcast episode, back, back, back. Jenny from the block. 
And the and the only reason why I even did that podcast episode, Jenny from the Block, was because I saw this Hustlers movie. Because me and Brittany wanted to go see Hustlers because Brittany liked Cardi B and she liked that kind of stripper style shit. And we both didn't expect what we were going to see. I expected to see a little dumbass J-Lo movie with some titties and some ass. I was willing to go because I'm like, I'm going to see some titties and some ass. You know what I mean? And it's not like that. So if you go back and you listen to my Jenny from the Block podcast, you will hear all about Hustlers. But I will say this. Hustlers is a good film. I will say this. I was proud of Jenny, and I will say this. That 51-year-old body is still rocking, rock solid. And I told y'all on the podcast earlier, Jennifer Lopez, that, that podcast episode, I told y'all I will pick J-Lo over anybody in that movie. Okay, so that's all I'm going to say about that because, like I said, y'all can go back to my old Jenny from the Block episode and hear all about that. Us. Saw us. And, um... Us was disturbing. It was less disturbing than I thought it was going to be. Like, when you see the commercials and you hear about it and people talk about it, you think, like, damn, Us is going to be crazy. Us is, you know, you know, it's really disturbing. You think about it. But it wasn't as disturbing as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be, like, a real disturbing psychological type thing where I was going to be, like, cringing. And I was going to be, like, not wanting to see it. But it wasn't like that. I mean, it wasn't even that scary for real to me. It wasn't even that scary for real. I guess the premise of it was supposed to be scary. But then when I saw the people and I'm like, they are them. They basically like the same size, same body, same type. I'm like, if I see me, I'm not scared of me. I could fuck me up. You know what I mean? I think in my head, like I could fuck me up. And then I'm, and then I see that these people don't even have the same kind of skills as the real people. Like it, it's, I don't know. In my head, I'm thinking me fighting me would be a good fight, but I think I can win that fight. I think I know my weaknesses and my strengths. I could fuck me up. And I don't think that the fake me know everything that the real me know. So in my head, I'm like, no, fuck that. He, I know all of his weaknesses. He don't know me. I'm going to fuck this thing up. And then I thought the movie was kind of decent a little bit. It was kind of weird. It was kind of disturbing a little bit. But the twist on it was good. It had a, it had a good twist at the end. I'm not going to tell you. But it had a good twist at the end of the movie was a good twist that kind of almost saved it for me. But the dad, like, you know what I mean? Like, when I think about somebody, even if it's us, even if it's me, whoever it is, when I think about somebody or some people or some anything coming to fuck with my family, right? I'm thinking about, when I think about that, I'm thinking about what I'm willing to do to save my family. I'm thinking about what I'm willing to do and how far I'm willing to go to save my family and the things that'll happen if somebody come into my home or come somewhere I'm staying and try to fuck with me and my wife and my kids. In my head, I'm thinking about how I would react to that. And that's what pissed me off is that dad in this movie was like bitchy. Like bitch ass nigga. Like he wasn't doing what I think I would do to protect my family. He was more or less trying to talk to these motherfuckers, more or less trying to be like, it's cool. I'll call the post like bitch. Like the mom was more like all on it. The kids even got busy. And it seemed like the dad was just kind of like lackadaisical about protecting his family. Kind of like, let's keep the peace. And I'm like, these motherfuckers in your house with scissors talking about, you know, looking strange, like scaring your kids and shit. Ain't no keep no peace. Like fuck these motherfuckers up. Especially when they're not really bigger than you. When they are you, they're not really bigger than you. Okay, look, it's a wife, two little kids, and the, and the husband that's like you. Okay, if anything, you know you can beat the wife and the two little kids the fuck up. So why are you acting scared? All you got to face for real is the one husband. So y'all just, you do what you got to do to take that motherfucker out first. And then the wife and the two little kids ain't shit. You can beat them up by yourself. You can tell your wife and kids, get the fuck out of here. I got these little motherfuckers. Like, I don't know. He, the dad... 
he should have took that big husband out from the jump. And then the wife and the two kids would have been like, man, we would have had a party. We would have had a party on any afternoon. Like, any up, stop them fools. You know what I mean? We'd have fucked them up. That movie was kind of corny. It was corny for real. Us was corny for real. I wasn't scared. I wasn't dramatic. And it wasn't nothing for me. I thought the dad was a bitch. And then at the end of the day, the twist kind of saved it. The twist was kind of cool. The twist almost made it work. But yeah, I don't. If you home chilling and you just bored, you could watch us. Frozen 2. Frozen 2 is a kid movie. It's for kids. It's by kids. Whatever the kids. is Disney. I don't like that shit no more. My kids are grown. So I don't really... Well, not grown, but they big enough that I don't really have to deal with Frozen and shit like that. But like I said, with Brittany now, she got two little ones. And Bahia loves Disney and loves Frozen. So Frozen 2 was on the agenda. But I didn't have to see it. That's right. I didn't have to see Frozen 2. So I didn't see it. I was going to see it, and I was going to take behind to see it, but she went away for the weekend, and she came back, and she said, guess what? I saw Frozen 2, and I said, good looking. Good looking. So I didn't see Frozen 2. But from her description of it, she's four. She's very graphic. She's a smart kid. From her description of it, it was good, and it was sad, and it was everything that Frozen was supposed to be. So if you like Disney movies or you got little kids that like that shit, um, take it from Bahia, who's four years old, going on five. Frozen is the movie to see. Frozen 2 is the place to be, the movie to see. And so I'm putting it on this list, even though I didn't see it. I'm going off of Bahia. She's four going on five. She's very articulate. She's very smart. She's more like four going on 20. So that's, um, from Bahia, she gives, um, Frozen 2 a very firm thumbs up. Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay. Um, y'all know that I did a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast and I talked significantly about Spider-Man Far From Home in that episode. And for the most part, I would just like to say that I told y'all in there and I'll tell y'all again, Spider-Man Far From Home is like a um it's like an extension of Iron Man funeral. That's what it is to me. It's like a it's like a tribute to Iron Man. It ain't really a Spider-Man movie, it's more like a tribute to Iron Man and I liked it, but I didn't like it enough for it to be like on my high list of Marvel films. And um, I don't know where they're going to go with Spider-Man after this. But if you want more detail about it, you can just go into my Spider, I mean, into my um, my Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. And it's all there. And you can um, you can hear how I feel about Spider-Man Far From Home. I'm not going to say too much about it. Bird Box. Bird Box. I really, really like Bird Box. Bird Box set off a fucking Netflix phenomenon. Everybody was talking about the Bird Box. There were so many memes about it and, and all kinds of memes and funny shit made up. Bird Box really took off. And then you had the people who criticized it. All oh, that shit corny, that shit corny, that shit corny. And then you had the people who liked it and the memes came from it. It, it was a phenomenon for a minute. Bird Box was the shit. Bird Box was all over social media. Bird Box was... um. Even if you didn't like the movie, it was good. I don't really, I'm not really a Sandra Bullock fan. I mean, she's done some things that I like. She's done some things that I don't like. I think she looks weird. Sandra Bullock's kind of irritating to me. But Bird Box, I enjoy Bird Box. Now, is it Oscar worthy? No. Is it something like, did it deserve all of that phenomenon that it went through? Probably not. It didn't deserve all of that acclaim and phenomenon it went through, but it was a good movie. It wasn't scary to me, but I don't think it was supposed to be a horror for real, for real. 
it was supposed to have scary concepts. The concept was scary. The thought was scary. The things were scary. To not be able to look, not be able to see, have to be blind, essentially in the world where things are actually trying to kill you. It was very interesting. And I enjoyed watching it. And I liked the fucking movie. And um, I even liked the end. I liked the end when they get to the... I ain't going to tell the secrets of Bird Box. If you ain't seen Bird Box, though, shame on you. Like, go watch fucking Bird Box. It's a movie that's worth watching. It's a movie that's worth seeing. And you don't even know what the memes and all the shit is about if you didn't see Bird Box, for real. But Bird Box was a good movie in 2019. I really liked it. I liked the way it, it, I liked the way it played out. I liked the way it ended. And I liked that the man in Bird Box was a real man. You know what I'm saying? He was a real man. He had to protect kids and a woman that wasn't even his. But he had to protect him because he decided to be with this woman and he went, he went out on some man shit. And I like when men go out on man shit in movies. And um, I like when women do tough shit. I like when kids are in there and they actually listen and they actually survive. I like all that kind of shit. And um, so Bird Box, um, yeah, that's a movie that I highly recommend for 2019. I mean, it ain't Oscar worthy, and I don't know if it was worth all that acclaim, but it was fun to watch. I enjoyed watching it. I actually liked Sandra Bullock in it. I liked some man shit was in it. Some kids was in it that was good. I even like. I even thought that it was funny that the kids' names was girl and boy, because she didn't have time to fuck around with naming them. She didn't have time to fuck around with the bullshit. She was just like, that's girl, and that's boy, and that's how we rocking. And that was it. But Bird Box. Bird Box is a movie that I recommend. If you haven't seen it, go on Netflix and watch the shit. It's fun. It's decent. Get some wine. Take it in, bro. Take it in. <laughs> the Lion King. Okay, so The Lion King. The Lion King, The Lion King, The Lion King. Um. Okay, so it was... Mm, mm. I don't know what to say about The Lion King. I mean... The Lion King was a great movie as far as because The Lion King was a great movie. You know what I'm saying? Um, That's the best way I can describe it. The Lion King was a great movie because The Lion King was a great movie. Um, But I don't know. Like, the cartoon version, the original version, the whatever regular version was better to me. It was just better to me. And that's how I got um that's how I got a word. So we already know the Lion King was gonna be good. When a good movie is good and you basically make the same exact movie over, it's good. It doesn't change the movie. It doesn't say, oh, the Lion King was a great movie, but now we're making this new movie and it's bad. No. It's the Lion King. And so it's still the Lion King. It's the same movie. So it's not bad. But it's not the cartoon, you know what I mean? I guess they didn't want to go right with the script, so they tried to like change it, and they tried to like, I guess, make it better, but it's not better. It's really actually not better. It's actually a little bit worse. It's I, I kind of had fun watching Lion King cartoon, I guess maybe because I was younger, maybe because I was more of a kid then, maybe I was more... um into kid things at that time or that point in life when I saw the original Lion King. Maybe I enjoyed it more because I was younger or maybe I enjoyed it more because maybe, you know, I don't even know. I don't even know. All I know is in my head and in my heart and my body, my soul, I think that um, the Lion King was better as um, as a kid's movie. And so that's what I'm gonna go with. Uh, what else was there? There was Toy Story 4. 
Toy Story 4 was another movie that I was not interested in. I'm only mentioning Toy Story 4 because it was a big movie and it was supposed to be a big movie and it's the Toy Story the Toy Story franchise. But um I'm not what I'm gonna say. I didn't care to see it. So I didn't see Toy Story 4. But Toy Story 4 came out and um it was supposed to be big and I'm hoping that it was. I'm hoping that it was, but I don't know. I didn't see it and I don't know nobody who saw it. I don't, um, I didn't hear too much about it for real, for real. It didn't have much hoopla. I heard it was sad, but yeah, that's, that's shocking to me that I think about it. Toy Story 4 didn't even have much hoopla. I didn't see it. Um, behind didn't want to really, I guess she wanted to see it, but she never brought it up. She was all in the frozen. So yeah, Toy Story 4, I'm, I'm shocked. I thought it was going to have big hoopla. I thought it was going to be like a big movie, and it really kind of wasn't. It kind of faded away. I didn't see it, and then I don't know nobody who see it. I don't know nothing about it. I'm only commenting on it because I saw it on the list, and I'm like, wow, I missed Toy Story 4. Wow, Toy Story 4 didn't blow up. Wow, that's shocking. That's shocking. But that's why I'm bringing it up. And if you saw it, maybe you can message me and tell me, hey, you wrong. Toy Story 4 was a good movie. Or maybe you can message me and tell me like, yeah, Toy Story 4 sucked. That's why nobody's saying about it. I don't know. But I can't really talk about it. Captain Marvel. Like I said, I got a Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, podcast. And you can go in there and listen to what I think about Captain Marvel. It was, It's out there. It was a movie. It was in 2019. It counts. Um, It Chapter 2. I'm torn on it. Chapter 2, just like I was torn on the other It, okay? Because my thing is this. The original It movie that everybody was talking about, the original It, the one back in the day, not the new remake thing or the Chapter 2. The original It back in the day was not good movie to me. I mean, I was bored. I watched it back in the day when I was younger. I was bored. I watched it with my kids when we got older. We was bored. Nobody liked it. It was corny. It it wasn't It was corny. It was a corny movie. I don't even know what the whole phenomenon of it was about. I guess people liked it. I guess people were scared. I wasn't. My kids wasn't. Nobody cared about it. Then we watched the other it, and it was good. I mean, we was interested in it. The kids was interested in it. It was more action in it. It Chapter 2 was um was weird, but it was supposed to be weird because it's it, and it was supposed to be good, and I liked it. I mean, I watched it. I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was funny. I laughed at sometimes. I, I I got sad a little bit at sometimes, and it was crazy, and for what it's worth, It Chapter 2 is a movie worth seeing. If you like It or you was in the It, it's a movie worth seeing. The acting is good. The acting is good. That's, that's what I like to appreciate. I like to appreciate good acting in the film. Sometimes the movie could be bad, the script could be bad, but if the actors are good in there, they can make it work. I saw It Chapter 2. I thought the acting was pretty good. I thought the movie was well written. I liked the action scenes. I, I enjoyed it. It's something cool to go watch. Is it something that you know, oh my God, about? No. Is it something that you know, Oscar or any of that? No. It's not, but... Go see it. I mean, oh, don't go see it because they ain't in the movies. But um, watch it. Watch it. Uh, Shazam. Shazam was really good, yo. I ain't gonna lie to you. I didn't even want to see Shazam because I never even was into him. Like even um in the DC movies, I never was even into Shazam. Like I mean, not the DC movie. Even in the DC comics, I never read Shazam comic books. I never knew Shazam. I knew he fought Black Adam or something. I don't even really know that much about Shazam. 
I know I've seen him in a couple of cartoons. I've seen him in a couple of DC cartoons or whatever. And so I was like, all right, Shazam's cool, but the movie was actually really cool. Levi was really good. The kid was really good. It was funny. It was action in there. It was a comedy. Shazam is a movie that you got to see, yo. You got to see. Now, it's corny, though. It's really kind of corny because it's not like Superman. It's not like... I guess because the DC universe is so dark and the action is so dark and deep, so you don't expect it to be, but it was campy. It was kind of corny, but it was also, I mean, it was funny. I mean, I really like Shazam. Levi was good in it, and like I said, the movie's really good. It's really good. It's a fun movie. You could you could sit down with your kids, get some popcorn. That's what you do. That's what you do. If you want to see Shazam, get the kids in, sit down, get some popcorn, and watch Shazam. I'm telling you, y'all going to laugh. Y'all going to get sad a little bit. Y'all going to be happy a little bit. It's, it's a good movie, and um. He's not a superhero like you think. Like, he's still a kid. And it's funny because he's a kid, but he gets these superpowers. And he's got to really actually, when he gets grown, he's really actually, when he gets the superpowers, he really actually realized that he really actually got to fight bad guys. He's actually really got to be a superhero. And, and it's a coming-to-age story. It's just great. Shazam was a really, really, really decent movie. And um, I think you should see it. Um, I'm going to mention Aladdin. I didn't see the Aladdin remake thing either. I wasn't interested in it. And from what I hear, it was big. I'm mentioning it because Will Smith was in it as the genie. It's Aladdin. And Aladdin was a great movie. I liked the Aladdin cartoon. But I just, we were supposed to go see it. And we kept talking about going to go see it. And we kept talking about going to go see it. And we didn't ever go see it, me and Brittany. Because me and Brittany talk about going to movies. We'd be like, okay, we're going to go see that movie. And then some of them is definite. And some of them is just like, well, we were supposed to see it. But we didn't. The same thing with Hobbs and Shaw. We didn't see Hobbs and Shaw. And she's a big... Fast and Furious, like, um, franchise-like person. She's big on the Fast and Furious franchise, so I don't even know why we didn't see Hobbs Shaw. We probably were supposed to go see it, got in a fight, and when Brittany gets in a fight with me, she don't want to do shit with me. So we probably were supposed to go see it, probably got in a fight, and ended up not going to go see it. And then she's the type of person, if she don't see a movie when she wants to see it, then it's kind of too late. So, um, so yeah, so we didn't see Hobbs and Shaw, and I didn't hear nothing about it. I mean... I know people who like Fast and Furious. Nobody told me nothing about it. I can't really comment on it. I mean, the commercials looked like there was a lot of action. I like that they went back, looked like um, The Rock got back to some of his Samoan roots or whatever, but I ain't see it. And the same thing with Aladdin, you know, we just didn't end up seeing it. And I heard it made a lot of money, but I really haven't talked to nobody about it. Nobody has even brought it up. Um, Long Shot. Long Shot. Wasn't a movie that we was interested in. Wasn't a movie I was interested in. Wasn't a movie I was going to go see. Even though I do. I do like Seth Rogen. I do like him. I do think that he's got that can't be comedy. I do like him. And Charlie Theron is hot and cool. And she, I like her too. She's a good actress. I like Seth Rogen. I like her. She's a good actress. But Longshot wasn't something that I thought was going to be funny. It wasn't something that I thought I was going to be interested in. And so I actually finally did end up seeing it um, not too long ago. And it was okay. It was what I expected. A little bit a little bit better than what I expected, actually. I expected it to be like corny, like, oh, she don't want him, and then they fall in love. But it wasn't like that. It wasn't like she didn't want him. She wanted him bad. She did want him. Like, she wanted to be with him. Like, it wasn't like a situation where she didn't want him and he forced his way into him. No, she wanted him. They was cool together. And it just showed you how politics can play a big part and how your image to the world can play a big part in what you do in your real life. And it was a lesson learned. And I knew she was going to learn that lesson. But... Um, he had to learn a lesson too, because he had to be willing to adapt and or not willing to adapt or willing to be a sellout, not willing to be a sellout. So it went back and forth and it was some funny scenes in there and some interesting parts in there. And they were like total opposites. 
And um, I like the movie. I enjoyed watching it. Me and Brittany watched it. We had some wine. That's something you sit down, have some wine and watch it. And you're going to laugh a little. You're going to giggle a little. And you might get some pussy because, you know, there was some um, some real good things in there about love and wanting somebody and appreciating somebody. And you snuggle up and you say, oh, oh. And then you, you know, you get busy. You bounce, 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 Because it turns into that. I don't remember if it turned into that for me and Brittany. I don't remember. But I do know that long shot can turn into that if you got the right girl and you got some wine and you want to laugh and, um, and giggle and be whatever. Um, X-Men Dark Phoenix. I was going to do an X-Men franchise um, podcast episode. And then I decided not to. And the reason why I decided not to is because the X-Men franchise ain't even worth a podcast episode. You know, I was a big X-Men fan. I loved the cartoon. I loved that cartoon. I loved reading X-Men comics as a kid. Everything X-Men was all of that. And then the movies just fell short. The first movie, I was like, man, damn. I did like uh, Magneto. I did like him. And I was like, man, damn. And then the next movie, I was like, all right, cool. This is better. You know, I liked it a little bit. But then I was mad about the... um. The whole Phoenix Saga thing when they did the first Phoenix movie with her. And then the Juggernaut. The Juggernaut was very disappointing. The Juggernaut in Deadpool, that Juggernaut was great. The Juggernaut in the X-Men films, I was like, damn, man. And I like I like the boy that played the Juggernaut. Um, but I just didn't like the way they, I don't know. It was just corny. And so Dark Phoenix, I was like, I was hoping because Days of Future Past was kind of better. Days of Future Past was kind of better than the other ones. So when I saw Dark Phoenix, I was hoping, I was like, you know what? I'm hoping that this is this is going to do it. I'm hoping that this is going to take it over. And then it didn't. Dark Phoenix is something that you just you just don't you just don't have to see at all. You can just exit out. <laughs> exit out. You see how I did that? Exit out, right? Yeah, just exit out. Don't even think about watching it. Don't even worry about watching it. It's not something that you uh that you want to watch at all. And that's it. I'm done with that. I don't even want to talk about it. Murder Mystery is an Adam Sandler film with Jennifer Aniston. And I love Jennifer Aniston. Good actress. I love her. She she always she's good. She makes me laugh. She's cute. Everything about Jennifer Aniston is just great. And you know, I just talked about how I feel about Adam Sandler. And this was one of those Adam Sandler films where he's just stupid. He's in the movie and he's just stupid. He's stupid. But Jennifer Anderson is smart, and she's trying to work things out. And it's a murder mystery, and shit is going on, and shit is berserk. And it's and, and it is a murder mystery. Like you really do have to try to find out who killed somebody. It's like um, it's like almost like dinner theater or some shit. And I really, really, really appreciated that movie. I thought it was funny. I liked it. Adam Sandler was good in it. Jennifer Anderson was good in it. The acting was good in it. Um. <laughs> yeah, I'm laughing now just thinking about some of the scenes in that movie. I really did like that. I mean, and it, and it, and you know what? They didn't play themselves. They didn't play themselves because was it good enough to go into theaters? No, it wasn't good enough to be a theater movie. It wasn't good enough to get all the hoopla of theater films. So they went straight to Netflix with it. And if you got Netflix, you probably saw it. And if you don't got Netflix, you know, after word of mouth, this is the thing. Just like Dolomite, it might pop off a little bit, but it was funny. It's worth it's it's worth seeing. It's worth watching. And so now I'm going to um, take a pause, go on a commercial break, because like I said, I got bills to pay. This podcast ain't for free. So I'm going to stop here and I'm going to go to a commercial. And um, after the commercial, 
Um, I'll come back and I'll go into some more movies. And then, like I said, at the end of this podcast episode, I may just decide to tell you which movie I think was the best movie of 2019, even though it's kind of easy. Because the movie that I think was the best movie 2019 was the best movie ever. And guess what? I'm sorry, folks. No, I did not see Star Wars. I'm going to put it out there right now before we go to commercial. I did not see Star Wars, Rise, um, what is it, Rise of Skywalker or whatever. I'm not being disrespectful. That's just not something Britney would watch. And I just not had an opportunity to go see it on my own. I will see it. I'm going to do a Star Wars episode. I'm definitely going to do a Star Wars episode. You might not like it. You Star Wars fans might not like it, but I'm going to do one. But I haven't seen The Rise of Skywalker yet. I'm going to see that. But look, I'm going to commercial now. And after this commercial, I will see you on the flip side. And we will finish this thing up. See you uh, when you get back. And don't go nowhere. Listen to the commercial and come back. Don't try to go get no snacks and think you're going to make it back. You're going to miss some. Commercial ain't long. It ain't like TV commercials. I don't got a lot of sponsors. I got one. And if you, if I need more sponsors, so if you want me to sponsor you, give me, hook me up. Tell me something. Give me some listeners. Give me some money. Whatever you need. If you got a business, I'll sponsor you. You'll be on one of these commercials. And it'll be a little longer. Maybe you can go and get you some juice. Matter of fact, it's a podcast. So take your phone or whatever you're listening to. Turn your stereo up or whatever you're doing and go get your juice. You don't even have to wait. It ain't something you got to watch. So yeah, if you want some juice, go get some fucking juice. But anyway, we'll be right back. So welcome back, and I was talking about the best movies that I saw, that I personally saw in 2019, and we was at Murder Mystery, and I think I was done with that, so now I'm going to What Men Want. I know that I saw this movie, and I know it was based on that old Helen Hunt movie, What Women Want. Oh, it was Mel Gibson. I think it was Mel Gibson and Helen Hunt. It was called What Women Want, and so now they did a What Men Want, and it was Taraji Henson and um, Tracy Morgan in there, and um, I remember seeing it. I remember laughing a little bit. I remember it being okay. It's not that memorable because I don't remember that much about it. I know it was a guy that was like, she was an agent or something, and it was a basketball player. She was trying to represent him, and Tracy Morgan was his his dad or something. And he was like, she was trying to get him to be a client of her agency. That's really um basically the most that I know about this movie. So I guess it wasn't that good, but I guess it was okay. I guess it's something that you can watch. Um. Yeah, that's all I know about it for real. I know I saw it, and I know I remember laughing a little bit about it, but it didn't, um, yeah, I'm not into it. Okay, so let's just go to Men in Black International. Now, I didn't want to see this. I really didn't want to see it. Um, Brittany is a big fan of Men in Black. She supposedly loves the series or whatever. So I was like, all right, fuck it. I'll watch the Men in Black International, even though I didn't want to see it. I did kind of want to see the chemistry between Tessa Thompson and um and your boy Helmsworth because they was in Thor Ragnarok together and I liked them together. So that put me in a position to where I wanted to watch it. So I did watch it and it was cute. It was it was typical men in black shit, you know. Um I like Liam Neeson in it. I thought he was um, I thought he was the good guy the whole time. And then that spin they put on there was like kind of cute. And then some of the aliens were kind of decent. I like the the one alien with like the wool fake beard. <laughs> See, I'm laughing because he was a whole beard. Like the wolf was talking, and his whole beard just came down and started talking. And I found out that the that his whole beard was an alien and shit. And that shit was kind of cool. And um, I like how the one alien was a party animal and stuff. And then they had these two brothers on there, these two, like, twin aliens. And they could, like, manipulate the ground and stuff like that. It was it was a cool movie. It was Men in Black, typical Men in Black. But it was cool. Test of Thompson was cool. Um, I did enjoy watching it. 
I did. I had a good time watching it. We had it was a fun night. So Men in Black International was um it's worth seeing if you like Men in Black movies. It's worth seeing if you like Hemsworth or if you like Tessa Thompson. She's always good to look at, huh? You think? I don't know. She's cute. I like her. She's a good actress. I mean, I, I don't know if she's a good actress for really. I've never seen her in nothing that makes me go, this girl's really good. I mean, I've seen her in, in Creed 2. I just watched Creed 2. I've seen her in that. And I've seen her in um, Ragnarok. I liked her in Ragnarok. I've seen her in a couple of other things. But I'm just like, um, eh, she's normal. Like, she can get regular little roles. I don't know if she can be like a real, like, leading, leading lady. Well, we'll see. She's got a long future ahead of her, I guess, in acting. So we'll um <coughs> we'll see about that. Uh, the Lego Movie, the second part. Now, that's just great. It's just great because um the Lego movies are good. Lego Batman was good. Lego Batman was like my favorite movie the year that that came out. That was like my favorite movie. The Lego Movie was decent, but the Lego Movie, the second part, was actually really, really good. I really enjoyed it. I really liked it. Me and Baha'i wanted to go see it. We had fun watching it. Um, everything about it was great. I like that movie. I think it's a good movie. It's fun for kids. It's fun for adults, too. It's stupid. But it's a Lego movie. It was stupid. It was funny. I, <laughs> I like the Lego movie. So that movie was um was good. Um, I really did like it. I know the Adams Family came out. I don't. I didn't see it. Um, I don't know nobody who did see it. I thought that they did a new Adam Family, and I was like, yo, they did a new Adam Family. And at first, I was excited by it, and then that excitement just went away. And then, um, <coughs> never actually saw it. Little. <coughs> okay, so Little was another movie that I wasn't interested in. I was like, this is going to be one of those cute little artsy-fartsy little films, whatever. It's cute, whatever, you know. You might want to take your kid to go see it if you got a teenage daughter or something like that. But it's not something that a grown man's really going to watch. Little ain't something a grown man's going to go see. But me and Brittany was in here one night chilling. We decided to watch Little, and it was cute. It was what I expected. It was cute. It was kind of funny. It was interesting. It was typical. It was predictable. But it's good. Like I said, if you got a teenage daughter and you like to watch stuff like that, Little works. It does. It works out. Um, I enjoyed it. I laughed a little. Didn't cry. Didn't get sad about it. Didn't feel no type of way about it. I knew it was going to happen. She was going to get little. She was going to get, you know, teased. She, she had a group of nerdy kids that she helped out. You know, it was the typical thing. She was a bitch grown. She got little. She learned some lessons about life. She got um, back grown. And she was um like a little bit of a better person. You know what I mean? You knew that was going to happen. Like, I know them films are always predictable, and I always want somebody to do one, and they don't learn the lesson. I want a movie where they be a bitch, and then something bad happens to them, and then they act like they're recovering, and they get back wrong, and then they be a bitch again. That's the kind of movie I like. <clears throat> I want the kind of movie that's going to have a surprise ending, like an ending where you be like, oh, shit. That was surprising. Didn't know that was going to happen. But these movies nowadays, you just know. You just know. So you just know the premise. Once you know the premise, you kind of know how it's going to go. So Little was one of the movies where you knew how it was going to go, and you just let it go that way. Um, let me see. Let me see. Chef, did anybody see Chef? Did anybody watch that new Chef movie? I thought that was going to be big, too, but I never watched any of the Chef movies. Like, 
I never watched Chef. I never watched the serialization Chef films. And I love Samuel Jackson. I love Matthew, but I never watched the Chef movies. So I didn't see this new Chef movie either. And I didn't hear much about it. And usually somebody will see something and say, hey, Tony, you saw Chef. Chef was good. But I didn't see Chef. And I didn't. Um, I don't know much about it. Um, Medea Family Funeral. I definitely saw this because Brittany is a huge Tyler Fairley, uh Tyler Farrell. <laughs> His name's Tyler Perry. She's a huge Tyler Perry fan. And so we had to go see this. Hold on, I need to drink some water. <clears throat> so Brittany is a huge Tyler Perry fan. And so we saw this movie, um, Medea Family Funeral. And um, it was good. It was good. I liked it. It was your typical Medea film. You know, um, the funny parts. Medea got to be funny. A couple of people got to crack jokes. And then it's the serious side. The boyfriend is dirty. He cheating. The girlfriend cheating. The mom is upset. Everybody think the dad was this cool guy. And they found out the dad was cheating. He was a dirt ball scuzz bucket. It was, you know, a typical Tyler Perry film. But, I mean, I got it's got his laughs in it. It's got his little characters and make, you know. Medea and her little group of friends and family and her brother and their little group and their little family and the guy in the wheelchair. It was um typical Medea show. But I liked it. I enjoyed watching it. I had fun watching it. And like I said, you don't play around with these movies. You take all these movies for what they're worth. And so I took all of those. I took that Medea movie for what it was worth. And it was worth watching. And it was a good film. And um. <clears throat> I appreciated uh I appreciated that Brittany actually made me watch it. Um Always Be My Maybe. I saw that movie and I was bored, 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 bored for a long time. I was bored, bored, bored. Like there was a lot of opportunities watching that film that I was like, you know what? I'm about to turn this off. I mean, there was a lot times that I was sitting here and I was like, I'm going to turn this off. But the kids was watching it with me and they were like interested. They were looking at it. They were like waiting, waiting, waiting. So I didn't turn it off and it ended up being okay. I mean, it didn't end up being as bad as I thought it was. I kind of, by the end of the movie was into it, kind of enjoyed it. But like I said, it's not nothing that you, um, it's not nothing that you really Got to go out your way to see. If it's on TV, on HBO or something one night, and you're sitting there, yeah, just, I mean, oh, no, wait. I don't think it can be on HBO. I think it was a, um, a Netflix thing. So one night if you're on Netflix and you're feeling kind of bored and you and you browse past it, you might want to just click on it. Just look at it for a few minutes, you know. Look at it for a few minutes. Um, Harriet came out, and um, I didn't see Harriet. And everybody was talking about, like, seeing Harriet. And I wanted to see Harriet to an extent. I don't like movies like that because it's like, I don't know why. I just don't like movies like Harriet. I don't like those movies, like, it's supposed to be about slavery and and, and, and going back and forth with, um, with, like, the stuff that happened in slavery and stuff and the historic elements of it. I just, I never got into those movies because I just feel like some. I'm not being racist. I'm not being a bad black person because I feel like we should let it go. But sometimes I just feel like we do too much with those movies. And I just feel like Harriet was going to be extra. But I did want to see it, but we never got around to seeing it. Harriet was one of those movies where Brittany was like, let's see Harriet. And then 
we didn't go, and then it was like, eh, whatever. So, um, I guess I do gotta see Harriet, but as of right now, I didn't see it, so I can't really comment on it. Um, Gemini Man. Now, I'm gonna tell you the truth. Not a fan of Will Smith. I'm just not. And that's, I mean, you can call me, it could be sacrilegious. You could feel however you want to feel about it, but I'm not really that much of a fan of Will Smith. I mean, I like his rap music from back in the day. And I like um, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air with my shit. I watched that show and I like that show. But as far as Will Smith in movies, um, you know, I watched the Men in Black series. I wasn't that interested in it. I watched Bad Boys 1. I love Bad Boys 2. I was like, uh-uh. Bad Boys ain't for me. I didn't. I didn't enjoy Bad Boys too at all. And then he did. Um, he did some other films. I Robot. I thought it was okay. <coughs> I did like Hitch. And I did like that. Um, that superhero movie he did where he was the drunken superhero dude. I did like that. You know, Suicide Squad was what it was. But for real, overall, I'm just not into Will Smith. I'm just like, he's cool enough guy, but I wasn't a fan of his. So I didn't really want to even see Gemini Man. I was like, I'm not watching that. I don't care about it. Fuck Will Smith, you know what I mean? Whatever. But then Britney convinced me to go. So we go, and we watch Gemini Man. And to my surprise, Gemini Man was really good. I mean, really good. I mean, I really enjoyed watching it. I really... Had a good time watching it. Um, I didn't have no critiques of Will Smith. I thought it was great. I thought the movie was great. I thought it was well written. I thought it was well acted. I liked uh, the Wednesday girl that's in there. Um, yeah, I can't say nothing bad about this movie. I can't say nothing bad about it. It was a good film. And I recommend that everybody who wants to watch movies can go see it because it was good. Gemini Man was actually a good movie. And I was pleasantly surprised by it and um and i was glad that i wanted to go see it uh hellboy <laughs> big fan of hellboy big fan of hellboy the original hellboys with ryan perlman this new hellboy it was i guess it was a good movie it was a hellboy movie it was a hellboy movie so it was good as a hellboy movie my problem with it was Hellboy didn't look like Hellboy. He looked kind of weird. And um, <clears throat> I just couldn't get around the fact that it wasn't Ron Pillman. It bothered me that Hellboy wasn't the Hellboy that I was used to. It kind of bothered me. He didn't. The guy just didn't have the same charisma. He just didn't have the same style. He just wasn't um, Pillman. And so that just bothered me throughout the whole movie. And so that part of it just that element of it just messed everything up for me i just couldn't get past the fact that he wasn't around Perlman. it's just like when you watch nightmare on street you want robert england to be freddy krueger and it's going to take some real good acting to get around the fact that the next freddy krueger is not going to be robert england and i did a nightmare on street um series podcast episode and i and in, i even mentioned my quentin tarantino episode i still got a petition up for quentin tarantino to write and direct the new nightmare on elm street movie i still got that petition up and nobody signed it nobody looked at it nobody did any love for it but it's still up there and it's still out there. But yeah, Hellboy, I just couldn't get to past the fact that it wasn't Perlman. It's a decent enough movie if you like Hellboy films. Go watch it. But I just couldn't watch it because I couldn't get past that shit. It really bothered me. Six Underground. 
Six Underground is, yo, Six Underground is the shit. It was, um, I think it was, it was straight for Netflix. It's a Netflix movie, I think. I'm not sure. But I know for a fact that I saw it, and I know for a fact that you want to see it. I don't care who you are. You want to see Six Underground, you got to see Six Underground. <laughs> that movie is action-packed, and it's sad, and it's decent. It's, yo, that movie's everything. Like, Six Underground is surprisingly good. And I didn't even know what it was about. I thought it was like some army type shit. I really didn't want to watch it, but it was just there. And we was looking for something to watch. And I was like, let's just watch it. And we, I watched that shit. And I was like, damn. Like, usually, and Brittany went to sleep. And usually, if Brittany goes to sleep on a movie, I just want to sleep with her. So I would just like, if she goes to sleep, it's usually like, all right, Brittany sleep. Let's go to bed. But I didn't go to bed because she was asleep. And I was like, I'm finishing this shit because it was really good. So if you like action and you like a good movie, then you might want to see uh, Six Underground. Because Six Underground was a good movie. Um, Crawl. Saw Crawl. Don't like Crawl at all. Hate Crawl. Don't see it. Don't watch it. It ain't worth it. Yeah, it's a movie. Yeah, it's about alligators. Yeah. The alligators um, get loose and whatever. They go around, they attack people, they kill them, they eat them. Yeah, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Boy, boy, boy. The movie just, the crawl, it's not a good movie at all. Not even fun. I thought it was going to be fun to even just watch the fucking gators, just like the crocs, the killer crocs just kill people. I thought it would be fun to watch them chop on some people, chase some people down. I thought that I was going to have at least a little bit of decent time watching and I did not. I wanted to turn it off. I was so... Like, bored. Like, crawl is just not. <laughs> crawl, just don't, just don't. Just leave it alone. Don't see it. Don't even think about seeing it. Don't even worry about it. Um, <clears throat> they did a new uh, Child's Play remake thing, I guess. I didn't see it. I wasn't interested in it. I was just like. I'm just done with Child's Play, and I don't care that they try to do a new one, because it just ain't right. Um, In the Tall Grass. Oof. In the Tall Grass is so interesting, but so confusing at the same time. It was hard to watch. You just got to really, it's not one of those movies that you can just watch and be like, oh, I saw In the Tall Grass. It's one of those movies that if you don't pay attention, you're just going to be totally totally confused the premise was good i think that um the way they did it was bad i just was like getting confused and you had to rewind it you had to like sit back wait what happened wait why is he alive i thought he was dead wait why is he back here now wait how did this happen how did... it was just too much confusion going on and it was enough where i didn't really care to want to explain it to myself let alone have to explain it to somebody I'm watching it with, but just to have to explain that movie to yourself, because you have to watch it, and you have to <clears throat> explain it to yourself. You have to say, oh, wait, okay, I get it. Okay, this happened. Okay, that happened. And I don't like that. When I want to see a horror movie, for real, for real, horror movies are for fun. Horror movies just are for killing. When they get too complicated, when they try to be, um, yeah, um, In the Tall Grass was a movie that they just was doing too much. That was the definition of doing too much, and that was too much for me. And so, no, I don't recommend you see In the Tall Grass. I don't care if you watch it. It wasn't. It's not. It's not up there. Happy Death Day to you.
Happy Death Day to you. I like the original Happy Death Day. I thought it was cool. I thought it was interesting. I liked the concept. I enjoyed watching that movie. And um, Happy Death Day to you is the same. I like the premise, the concept. I thought it was going to be like the same shit, just a different character. It wasn't. They mixed the characters up. I like the way they, that it ended up being a machine that fucked them up. I like the way that she thought she knew who the killer was because of the situation. And then because of the time warp and all the bullshit, the killer was actually a different person and chasing different people. That movie was fun. It's fun to watch. It's just a fun movie to watch. It ain't about the acting. The acting is just, you know, hum, ho, hum. But the movie was fun to watch. I liked Happy Death Day. I like Happy Death Day to you. I was like, cool. This is cool. And it's not what I thought, but it's cool. And I'm glad it wasn't what I thought because I thought it was going to be predictable. I thought it was just going to be another Happy Death Day with a different person. But it was the same characters and, they, and the way they spun it around and the way they did it. It was real cool. So Happy Death Day to you is a movie that if you want to have fun and sit down and watch it, and it don't take itself too serious, you can have fun and sit down and watch it and it ain't serious at all. It's, um, yeah, I liked it. It was a good, <coughs> a good, um, a good movie to watch, you know? Uh, let's see. Let's see. What else? What else? I'm looking at this list of movies and I'm like, okay, I didn't see these. I didn't see these. So I don't know. Maybe it's about time I end this podcast because I'm. I don't know how many movie, more movies did I see in 2019. Uh, maybe I'll just talk about some of the movies that I should have saw. Like Maleficent. Um, everybody was talking about Maleficent. And that was one of the movies that we were supposed to go see. That was one of the movies that the kids. And we was all I was all into it about with the kids. Because they like Maleficent and stuff like that. Never saw it. The Kitchen is another movie that I wanted to see. Um, with McCarthy and Tiffany Haddish and Kate Moss. I wanted to see that. And I don't know what happened that I didn't. Um, maybe Brittany wasn't interested in it, or maybe I just kind of forgot about it. But um, I should have kind of wanted to see that, and I didn't see it. Uh, what else is on this list? Let me see here. Let me see. The Great Hack. Oh, these are documentary films. I don't watch too many documentary films. Oh, Beyonce's Homecoming. Yeah. Um, saw that. That's all I'm going to say about it. I saw it. You know what I mean? I saw Beyonce's homecoming. That's that's basically all I can say about that. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Oh, they had a What's My Name Muhammad Ali documentary. I didn't even hear about this because I definitely would have watched that. I'm going to watch that. I'm putting it on my list. I might watch that tomorrow. I might even do a podcast to tell y'all how I felt about it. I might have to do a podcast about that. A Muhammad Ali documentary. I never heard of it. Apollo Theater documentary. I didn't know they had that either. Yeah, I'm missing a lot of shit. Um, what else? Oh, the intruder. Saw the intruder. Um, I saw the intruder, and um, it was good. I liked it. I didn't, once again, I didn't like the man in it. You know what I'm saying? I don't like bitch ass niggas. Like y'all know, I don't like that. You know, I don't like when it ain't man shit. I always say that that ain't man shit. You know what I mean? I don't like when it ain't man shit. Like this white man keep coming to your house, keep fucking around with your house, keep fucking around with your wife, and you keep telling your wife, tell this man stop coming around. You trying to be nice to him, trying to be no man, nigga. Look, nigga, look. Don't come to my fucking house. I get the fuck out of here. Like he just wasn't man enough for me. I thought he should have just told that dude, like, he could have got rid of that dude a long time ago or killed him, fucked him up, something. Like, I don't think it should have escalated that far. I think that if he was on his man's shit, <clears throat> um, 
that white boy wouldn't have been involved that much. You know what I mean? That movie kind of made me feel some type of way because I'm like, get on your man's shit, this white man. Like, y'all bought the house, get rid of this white dude. But the movie was good. And then to find out, you know, the secret, what was really going on with the boy, I was like, wow, you know, they did that kind of smart. It was kind of good. I liked it. Um, I saw Glass, too. Glass, I was very interested in. Glass was also a very good movie. Um, I was interested in it because I did like, uh, what is it called? Unbreakable. I did like Unbreakable, and I did like the other movie, Split. I like Split a lot. And this movie was good, too. It's like they were setting him up, and they had him in the, you know, the mental place and all that. And then uh, Mr. Glass was like, Mr. Glass was still manipulating and doing all kinds of shit. He got out of his room, and now I'm looking at him like, how this motherfucking cripple getting out of his fucking room? He's still manipulating. He's still behind the scenes. And then you find out at the end that the whole shit was like a setup. Like, the whole movie was a, um, was a fucking setup for real. I don't want to spoil it. I'm trying not to spoil nothing. I don't care about spoilers, but I'm trying not to spoil none of these movies. But yeah, Glass is something that you should see. And Glass was good because at the end, it still had another shocking ending. It was very shocking what happened at the end. And it was, and I was sad about it. It was very sad. Um, they're not making any more. I'll tell you that. They're not going to make any more. But it was shocking. It was sad. But the whole premise was good. The reason why they had them locked up. I thought, I was like, why do they got these people locked up? Why are they harassing these people? I know Mr. Glass did all that terror shit. And I know the other boy. But they had um they had Bruce Willis' character locked up too. And I'm like, what is he in jail for? Like, what did he do? He was the hero. Like, he saves people. Like, what the fuck is going on? And then I realized, then you realize that there is no hero. Because in the eyes of the world, all of these, um, all of these people are bad. Anybody that can do things that, people don't understand or anybody that can do things that people are afraid of um makes them bad people i guess makes them people that we have to uh that we have to deal with or people that we um that we have to get rid of for some reason it's like you cannot be allowed to have any kind of superpowers in the real in in this world in this day and age where at least that's how they make it seem in this movie. That's how they make it seem in a lot of movies. That um, anybody that's different, anybody that might be better than other people might have to um, be, I guess, sacrificed or taken care of or watched or done away with or known about. I don't really know. But, um, and that was that. So... I think those was mostly all of the movies that I really saw in 2019 that I really can comment on, but um, I'm not sure. But if there are any movies that I should have commented on or any movies that you think I should have saw, you can um, you can um, text me. I mean, not text me. I keep talking about texting. You can um, message me, and you can say, hey. Um, you really want to check this movie out? Or you really should see this movie? Or you should say, hey, this movie came out in 2019. I don't understand why you didn't see this. You know what I mean? Or you could say, hey, this movie came out in 2019 and you saw it. I know you saw it, but you didn't comment on it. Or you could just say, hey, man, you thought Joker was great and that shit sucked. You can say whatever you want. 
And like I said, when I get enough messages on the messages on my um podcast, I will do a podcast episode where I respond to all the messages. And so far, I have zero. That's right. I have zero messages because nobody wants to message me because nobody wants to even listen to my podcast. I'm not going to stop doing it, though, because somebody out there is a fan. I just made that song up and it's going to be a hit. It's not. But anyway, um, so I said that I was going to pick my best movie of 2019. And after all the movies that I said I saw, I can't get past Endgame. It's like, Endgame was just still awesome. It was just because of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and because of uh, everything that um, the Marvel Superman, uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe represents, and because of like the culmination of all of those movies and all of the situation that was going on and everything that was happening. I think that um, Endgame was way up there, but I would say that the best movie of 2019 uh, of the ones that I saw. Um, because none of them was that serious to be Oscar worthy. None of them was that serious to say that these was all great movies. I mean, even Endgame, Endgame, another one to Oscar. So the best movies, uh, the best movie of 2019, I guess, because out of all the movies I saw, I guess I'm going to have to go with Joker. Because like I said, Six Underground was good. Um, a lot of movies was good. You know, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, a lot of movies were good. Hustlers was good, better than I thought. But if you want to say, like, actually a good film that you can take seriously, that was like like a, like a something that might be Oscar-worthy, like that's how they rate the good movies. You know, the, the best movies go up for Oscar nominations. The best movies go up for, like, people win Oscars for it. And I'm telling you right now, Joaquin Phoenix, he needs to win an Oscar for Joker. Joker was very, Joker was the best. So the best movie of 2019, I'm going to pick Joker. And if you haven't seen it, I'm going to recommend that you do see it. And so this is the end of the episode. And this actually, I didn't think this episode was going to be that long. Because I was like, you know what? I didn't see a lot of the movies of 2019. So I'm not going to have much to say. And I thought I was going to have to like pull out some shit out my ass to like try to stretch this joint just to get my hour time. And then now look at me, I'm over the hour. Easily over the hour, like, um, yeah, I'm good easily over the hour, so it worked out, so that's the end of this episode, and like I said, you can, um, you can message me, um, anytime you want, and, uh, like I always say, if you own a business, let me know, I'll shout you out, and the other thing I always say, you know what I'm telling you to do, I'm telling you to listen to the podcast, I'm telling you to tell your mom, I'm telling you to tell your cousins, I'm telling you to tell a baby, I'm telling you to tell all your friends, I'm telling you to tell your aunts and your uncles, I'm telling you to tell the roaches, yeah, you got roaches, there's roaches in your house, tell them, tell the mice, tell everybody, tell any and everybody to listen to my podcast, I don't care if you even listen, turn it on. Just turn it on when you bored in the house. Turn it on. You might hear a little snippet of it. You might laugh. You might say, oh, Tyrone's a fucking asshole. You might have an opinion. You might do something. But um, just try to listen to my podcast. And like I said, this was the Lisbeth Podcast. I'm your host, Tyrone. And I will see you next time when I see you. Well, you'll see me next time. But not see me. You'll hear me next time. All right. Gotta go.